Hello everyone, this is Tony Kramer, product specialist with RDO Equipment Company, and you are listening to the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Every day there are phenomenal advancements being made in the field of agriculture technology. RDO Equipment Company is a leader in agriculture equipment and precision agriculture technology and is here with industry experts bringing the latest news and information from RDO and John Deere. Thanks for joining us on the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, and today we are going to be talking about pestle instruments. Before we dive into the show, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. You can subscribe to the show on many different podcasting apps that we are streaming this out to, such as Apple's podcasting app, Stitcher, we have it on Overcast, it's also on SoundCloud, as well as many others. While you're out there, drop us a review. We'd love to hear what you think about the show. Lastly, make sure to follow RDO Equipment Company on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and catch all of our latest videos on YouTube. You can also follow me on Twitter at RDOTonyK. Now we'll get back into the episode with Gottfried Pestle and Pestle Instruments. We recorded the first half of this episode earlier. It released two weeks ago. So if you haven't listened to that yet, I would uh, recommend going back, listening to that episode, and then catch up on this one. So moving forward, what are we going to be able to do if we were to utilize the John Deere Operations Center with a Pestle Instruments weather station? That's a very good question. I think we are right now uh, just in the beginning of that age because what we bring into the operation center is, first of all, we have uh, agreed with John Deere on password share. So a use of uh, a field climate system or a metal system and an operation center just only needs one password. You can then see all your, your metal stations in your dashboard of the John Deere uh, operation center and uh, getting this information you can see the data you can view the data uh, on, on one platform but you can see also more you can also put in some alerts and the operation center will say now you have x amount of rainfall so you get this live warning and uh, to the mobile phone of the user or of the users, because you can also combine this data, as you can see, uh, on for different users. You can get this warning. The, the the operator of a machine can get this warning, and the same time, then the the agronomist, for example, in the headquarter. And, and this is one application. But see already now, and we're talking with the development teams in joint here to bring much more enriched data in. So one uh, fairly simple application is to understand what is the soil moisture right now on that particular field, combine this with uh, data from the soil type, and then to understand what is the best tire pressure to run on that, on that field without compacting the soil. This is just an example, but I think there is uh, many, many more things which will add in the close future. It's great to hear your guys' collaboration working with the John Deere Operations Center. And as you said, it is very at the the infancy stages of what is to come. So I'm really excited to learn more and kind of watch on as the relationship grows with Pestle as well as John Deere. The weather stations, all of the information, interpreting that data, 
you know, this is just really the the tip of the iceberg when it comes to pestle instruments. I know you guys have a, a number of other sensors out there that are really cool that can be utilized in many different ways. Let's talk a little bit about some of those other sensors and how they can be, how you can add them to the the simplest of weather station. Yes, I think one of the newer devices which we've developed over the last three three years basically is a complete new set of uh, camera-based system. What I mean with that, camera-based systems is we develop basically an iPhone which you can leave into the field, designed to be uh, ruggedized. It has a power supply which runs uh, the whole year and you can take pictures still pictures or stand pictures uh, of your field so it's not moving so what you can do with uh, for example with our crop view is you install it uh, on the edge of a field or in in an orchard point this this camera there's normally two lenses on that camera one is is a wide angle view and the other is a is a zoom view and this takes a picture normally once a day or twice a day depending on uh, the light conditions and and sends this picture to fieldclimate.com and we add picture after picture uh, day by day. So you can see, first of all, you can see your crop performing. You can see, for example, if you sprayed a herbicide, you can see how your herbicide spray was working. You can see how your weather condition looks like if you if you dial into, into field climate. Uh, and of course, you can compare different varieties with, with with pictures and of course you, you can make even what we do already some disease forecasting using weather information but using this data as additional uh, information source to make technology or make the, the decision support system more rugged. Another similar application is our iScout which is basically a camera based system but it's it's looking to catch insects and uh, it's basically there are several solutions where all the set that technology inside is always the same we can picture insects using a color plate which is used in in different crops uh, yellow blue uh, white color plates and we take the same like with the crop view but only picture the insects which are catched by the by the camera and then we analyze this insects automatically on fieldclimate.com count them uh, and of course also uh, to some extent we also recognize them automatically which insect came into the trap there is other devices which are so-called pheromone traps where you have an artificial uh, pheromone which simulates the the female and the males are coming into the the trap there is a sticky plate inside the trap the camera take a picture sends the data picture to the field climate platform and does the analysis and does the the automatic recognition and does the warning so it, it sends out uh, if you have x amount of insects in the in the trap it will send you a warning so you you know that that now the threshold has passed to this uh, or that chemical application and this is something which is quite new and we are also at the moment doing a lot of artificial intelligence, developing new algorithms to recognize automatically, for example, fruits in an orchard. So we can forecast even, for example, the growth. So like in the past, some in, in, in fruits, lots of clients were using so-called dendrometers, 
so you had to put a sensor on every fruit and uh, this was always a little bit of a of a hassle because with the wind or with the rain the the, the sensor was moving and uh, not accurately measuring so it with the crop camera with crop view you can you can picture about 50 apples and make an, an let's say an average out of these 50 apples and you can you can forecast your increase of of yield and of course based on that data you can also forecast what's the yield of the whole of the whole acre for example those are really neat tools that you one would never think of having like you were talking about the capturing the insects and and being able to measure when you reach the threshold or even being able in the vineyards and orchards and whatnot, being able to set up cameras to be able to watch your crop grow and to be able to have eyes on it. It's really neat to hear the different levels of information that you can get out of all of these systems. And I know there's another one that you really want to talk about too, is you guys have a soil system or a a soil lab i guess you could call it that that is mobile why don't you tell us a little bit about that yeah this is something which is uh, really exciting we have developed this over the last eight years basically that's already eight years ago we started in in a european union project uh, which was financed by in a with some researchers with universities from germany from italy from slovenia from poland and we developed uh, a first prototype in 2013. It was, uh, let's say, a, a system which was uh, on a small chip. Uh, this in this first time it was a glass chip, where we uh, could separate uh, using a preparation of of the soil liquid, which we which we extract from uh, uh, from the soil, and precisely tell to the farmer how much nitrate this particular soil sample had. And from 2013 to 2018, it took us five years and a lot of money to make this as a product, which is to a, a product which basically we give a consultant or a farmer who is doing, let's say, soil, soil analytics or soil sampling. We give them a tool where they can basically do this on a kitchen table with all the things from soil preparation to the soil analytics. We can, we can do it from within two hours uh, from the field to the result. And from there, you can bring uh, this data right, for example, to the fertilizer spread up. And uh, it doesn't require to be, let's say, a PhD to do that. The mandate we have on, on our equipment is always that it can be used by a, a knowledgeable person who is certainly trained and, and is able to work based on some protocols. But this is something which helps the farmer to, to get uh, his soil uh, analytics. And at the moment, we have it for nitrate and for potassium. And elements will follow uh, in the next year to come especially uh, phosphorus will come. And, uh, and of course, you can analyze your soils, but you can also analyze at the same time, you can also analyze your leaves. So this device allows you to do the soil analytics or leaf analytics in, in-house or in, in-farm. Based on that information, the farmer has uh, immediate access to the data, can use this quickly to apply 
or not apply a fertilizer and, and does not need to wait until he receives back the soil lab information from, a, from an external lab. All of these years in the industry, it, everything that you guys have, the weather stations, being able to scout insects and scout your crop or whether you're doing uh, soil testing or tissue testing, there has got to be a great success story that you could share with us here today. Yeah, I'm just coming back again to the story about strawberries. When my cousin and, and me, we invented the, the strawberry harvester. And it happened to be in, I think it was in 2014, when I was with the biggest uh, producer, strawberries and berries in general in uh, the U.S. And it was on a Saturday, I was with my son visiting a client of mine. They are using our soil moisture systems and uh, the weather stations, especially for for irrigation management, but also uh, a lot for forecasting yield especially because especially for a perishable crop like strawberries yield forecasting is absolutely critical so you need to monitor in the field no and um, i was uh, it was on a saturday morning i was speaking with with the researcher who was just harvesting the blueberries in this uh, point all of a sudden the the ceo and chairman now that's the chairman of the company turned up and I met him quickly about, I think I met 2011, I met him. And uh, yeah, we were discussing about uh, the problems of the strawberry industries and so forth. And uh, then he said, I'm Oscar. I was asking the guys, what is your biggest headache? No, and they said, look, my biggest headache is at the moment that our Mexican farm workers are getting older and older. This, and they don't, they don't have any more the, the physics that they can harvest strawberries and in really close to the uh, soil now, so they cannot bend themselves an, anymore. And so we're getting a lot of problems to get our strawberries off of the, the plants. And uh, then I, uh, I said, look, uh, I was, when I started the business, I was producing strawberry pickers and strawberry harvesting aids. And then the guy said, the CEO of a company who does $3 billion said, look, is this equipment, which is, has a blue uh, chassis as a blue frame, and the yellow seed, yes, I said, this is my equipment. This is what I did. No? <laughs> and, and so you see, that was in 1984. He bought the first equipment from us, and now he's our biggest client in in, in US. No? So just I, this is just the thing that you always see people more than once. No? That is a really cool story to make that connection back in the, the 1980s and and still today having that great business partnership together and them utilizing your equipment all the way through. Now they're utilizing the station, the weather stations and, and any of that scouting equipment. So it's really cool to hear that story. For any of our listeners out there that want to learn more, maybe they want to chat with somebody about it, where can they go and who can they talk to to learn more about Pestle Instruments? Yeah, we have a U.S. Uh, company, which is based in, uh, in Fresno, near Fresno. And the guy, is his name is Petru Stratan. And uh, his email, uh, petru.stratan, which is S-T-R-A-T-A-N, at metos m-e-t-o-s dot a-t or you just go on the website but of course you can 
You can walk into any John Deere dealership uh, in US because we have this great partnership with John Deere and ask for our products. And of course, you can you can go to RTO and uh, for more information there. Wonderful. I just want to thank you, Gottfried, for sitting down with me and talking about Pestle Instruments and all of the stuff you guys have to offer. It's really neat to hear about everything and how you can utilize this information and this technology to into making educated decisions on the farm, whether you're farming strawberries or sugar beets or corn and soybeans. It doesn't matter. There's definitely solutions out there. So thanks again for doing this. Thanks a lot, Tony, for having me. This podcast was produced and edited by Nate Dorsey. Visit rdoequipment.com slash podcast to listen to new episodes and catch up on any that you've missed. You can also listen and subscribe to our podcast on Apple and Android devices so that you'll never miss out on the latest news and technology from RDO Equipment and John Deere. If you really like this podcast, please share it on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, or any of the other social media platforms that you are using. You can also connect with me on Twitter at RDOTonyK. That's at R-D-O-T-O-N-Y-K, where you can tweet me questions, episode feedback, or ideas for future topics to cover. Please join us next time on the Agriculture Technology Podcast.